Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Welcome listeners and to the Who They Want. As you know, this is a special segment known as the I Am Who They Want sponsorship segment show. And tonight we have a featured guest who is a mother, a nurse, an all-around businesswoman, college grad, and she's family, you know. And tonight we have a featured guest, a nurse, a and of course, you know, I got the Duchess in the building, the Queen, the most phenomenal ever, my dynamic duo. You already know, Lady Tasha in the building. Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. And I am the artist formerly known as DJ Big Dog. I am now rebirthed as DJ Steady Rock. And this is Steady Rock. Yes. So let's get the show on the road. Right, how everybody doing out there tonight? Be back at it again tonight on the show. Got a special guest, um, Kalisa. Kalisa, that's pretty. I like that. Kalisa, thank you, thank you. She's gonna be here chopping it up with us tonight. Very, let me tell you something, she's a very, very well, she's overall always very important. But you know, we're gonna learn a lot from her tonight, especially with with how she handled with everything that was going on in the last year and a half with this pandemic. So this is gonna be a another phenomenal show with another awesome person who's just gonna give us so many greatness. We're definitely gonna dig in her mind and get all her thoughts and opinions on what she thinks about everything that's going on with this pandemic and the vaccine and everything. Because I know she got a whole lot to say. <laughs> and everything so we just want to go ahead and get that started and everything and first we're going to let steady you know actually introduce her a little bit more you know because she's <laughs> right y'all already know Khaleesi what more do we need to say about you at this point of the show right right you're a nurse you got this care time girl that's doing big big things especially for uh essential workers mm. you know so go ahead and tell the listeners in the viewers for those that don't know who you truly are what you here to talk about tonight okay hi everyone my name is Kalicia Sapp I am a country girl raised in Quincy Florida uh, we moved to Tampa Florida when I was nine years old you could probably still hear my accent because I still have my little country accent um I'm an entrepreneur I'm a registered nurse I was LPN first, and I went to get my bachelor's um, in nursing as well. Um, I also have a home health agency where I take care of a disabled individual. So I have about five disabled um, clients um, from cerebral palsy to autism, schizophrenia, you name it. I pretty much take care of them. I just always have a passion of helping others. So um, that's why I have the home health agency. And it just made sense for me since I, since I had the agency to start a scrub business. I always hear all the different nurses and everybody, you know, complaining about, you know, how they want these scrubs to fit and, you know, what they don't have, the colors and everything. Mm -hmm. So I thought it just made sense for me to also start a scrub business. So, yeah, pretty much call me a nursepreneur. Still doing my nursing and doing my businesses on the side as well. 
excuse me, I should right. say business first and nursing on the side. So nursepreneur, yes. Like well, nursing that. on the side, I mean, that's a big hell of a side to have. A nurse. Yes, I mean, come on now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you say you do a nursing on the side, I mean, you you definitely a superwoman. <laughs> I, I want to know what your your front and back look like if nurses on the side. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. So when I when I um got my business and the home health agent, I got off the ground. I've been doing it for like two years now. So once mm -hmm. I got that, you know, developed and I it's going well. I pretty much stopped my full time nursing job. So I'm just pretty much now just full-time entrepreneur, but I do still pick up, you know, different PRN shifts and things. Like now I'm doing oh. the COVID testing with the, giving out the vaccines and we're also testing individuals for COVID. So I do that on the side as well, but I want to focus more on my own businesses. But like I said, I'm going to always be a nurse. I have my license and everything, but mm -hmm. I'm more focused on my business first. And then I want to pick up, you know, extra shifts as far as me being an RN on the side. So what's up? What's up? Really? You. Okay. So, um, I just got I'm gonna get into it before we get into it. I gotta shout out Kinu again at Lashes Bar, okay? Because no, I'm gonna tell you why. Yesterday I ran into an emergency with my lashes. She came all the way from Garden City 45 minutes to open up a shop to fix it. So she gave me a quick fix and told me it was only 24 hours. All I was gonna have with these lashes, and I guess I was gonna lose my slipper and my slipper was gonna have to get in because Cinderella's gonna be over. These lashes are still up. The 24 hours. I was gonna thank you. I don't know. Maybe you got, you know, so I just want to thank you anyway. But let's get into it. Because you said you do COVID testing, right? All yes. right. So with everything that's going on, especially with the, the controversy with the vaccine, people want to get it, people don't want to get it and everything. Um, let me just, I, I just want to know the different type of personalities you're seeing coming up for this COVID testing and everything. And um, and what do you think, you, what are your thoughts on like, um, as far, do you see a lot of people coming and saying they've been vaccinated already and they're coming to get tested and they're popping up COVID um, positive again? Well, my why I'm doing the COVID test is a lot of kids. Every lot day, kids. Okay. there's so many kids that are in quarantine. So mm -hmm. a lot of the parents haven't got their kids vaccinated. But a lot of the elderly adults, they are vaccinated. Um, one of my clients actually... Um, that I knew and like uh, some of my friends as well have the vaccine and unfortunately they still have came up positive and some of them have been vaccinated for like months now. So right. yes, there are still people unfortunately who have the vaccine that are still coming COVID positive. They're not getting as many. I will say the vaccine does protect you from the mm -hmm. different symptoms. They're not really, really sick, like full blown, you know, pneumonia and everything. They're just having a mild symptoms, like a little cough, maybe a little fever, but they're not getting really like put you in the hospital, put you on a ventilator type sick. So I right. will say that the um, vaccine is protecting them from the, you know, the, the very, very severe symptoms that everybody, you know, have been um, right. seeing and everything. But yeah, it's like a mix. Most kids aren't vaccinated because some of them are mm. really young. Like I think um, less than 12, they don't even have a vaccine for those kids yet. 12 and up, right. they have the vaccine. So um, like my baby football team, some of his football um, team members, they're vaccinated. Um, you oh. know, but they're 13. So some of their right. parents, you know, make the choice to get them vaccinated. Um, I, me personally, for my kids, I don't know if I want to get them vaccinated. My son is nine, so he's not even eligible, but my 12 year old, mm -hmm. he'll be 13. I'm not sure. I want to do some more research on it as far as the kids go. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm going to jump into getting him a vaccine at this point. So, so, okay. So that's the first point I want to make. So to put up to all the people that doesn't believe in a vaccine and every time they come up with a dispute against the vaccine or reason why not to get vaccinated is because... Oh, it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. We know that. We need you to repeat that. Okay. Now, yes, it does. We know that it does not prevent you from getting COVID. Okay. Right. So now, but the, the next part I want to go to, right? From you, what you're singing out there right now with the people who's been vaccinated, okay, and they're testing positive for COVID versus the people who have not been vaccinated testing positive for COVID. Are you seeing like um the difference with how their bodies are handling it? Yes, I am. Like you are. safe. I know one person, like when I would, um was in the hospital working as well, some people that have that haven't had the vaccine at all, they're definitely getting COVID pneumonia, which is causing them to be on ventilators, they're gonna be in the ICU. People that actually have the vaccine. Of course, these people that I know, they're mostly my age in their 30s, so they pretty mm -hmm. don't have any underlying conditions. That's another thing as well. If a person right, has an underlying condition, they're going to be more, you know, 
if they get COVID positive, they're going to have more severe symptoms as well. But most right. people that's going to be my age who's fully vaccinated, they have their positive. They're not getting any severe symptoms. Like I said, maybe a little cough, a little fever. But people that's not vaccinated, they're getting the actual COVID with the side of pneumonia. The pneumonia is going to be affecting your lungs. That's going to cause you not to breathe. You're going to have, you know, tubes in your nose, tubes in your throat and everything. So it's definitely helping people to have the vaccine. I would right. say, but again, it, it depends on the person too. Do they have any underlying, do they have asthma? Do they have bronchitis? You know, do they have COPD, emphysema? It depends on what that person has as well. Also the age, if they're elderly, they're already going to be put into a different, you know, zone because they are already, you know, already at severe um, risk. So yeah. Right, right, right. Yep. Got you. Okay. So now that's point two. Okay. And we have somebody who's in the scene every day. She's basically, I want to say an expert in what she does. You know what I'm saying? As far as recognizing and identifying, she's giving COVID tests and everything. Okay. So now there is, she's saying that she's witnessing and she can say that the people who are vaccinated versus the people who's not vaccinated is handling um, the COVID much better. Okay, so we have a couple of things. Okay, Momone just said, I just tuned in and I heard the Moderna was recalled. Okay, have you heard anything about the Moderna being recalled? Yes, I heard that Moderna was recalled uh, from Japan. It was some kind of stainless steel um, fragments that they found in there. A couple of vials were um, recalled. Mm -hmm. I did see that on Facebook as well, that they were okay. recalled. Yes, I would say um, a lot of people are, like in the hospitals and stuff are recommending Pfizer because that one just became FDA approved. And a lot of hospitals mm -hmm. are giving the Pfizer as well. But I do know some hospitals and um, places were giving out Moderna too. But I did see oh. that it was recalled. Not all of the Moderna vials, but some of the vials were recalled because it was some kind of stainless steel fragment that was found in the. Okay, so it's nothing to do with the vaccine itself. It was something more of what with, with in the, um, vials. Yes, the material. Was the vials. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay. So, so yes, yeah, so Monet, she is a nurse. Okay, she's not a doctor. She's a nurse. Okay, she's yeah, a registered nurse. She's been in the field for years and everything. So great. So the Moderna is going to recall on it, not because the vaccine itself, people. Okay, because I know people are running with things like this. Oh, the Moderna's been recalled. No, it was because there was an issue um, with the case and the valves that it was in. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. Am I correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's so correct. don't the vaccine give you COVID symptoms? That's another fact. And I'm going to let the expert answer that for you. Go ahead. Because I already know what they Oh, <laughs> For some people, I've heard them say, um, like for the first shot, I was giving out the Pfizer shot. We were doing Pfizer when I was giving out the vaccine. The first shot, everybody said, oh, I felt good. But the second shot, yes, I did hear a lot of people mm -hmm. saying they were, they were um, experiencing fever. They were experiencing chills. Their arm was very sore. They couldn't hardly move for a couple of days. So, yes, that second um, shot, I am hearing a lot of people say they are experiencing some um, symptoms as well. Yes, but not for the first shot. No, not so much. But the second shot, yes. Okay. So... It does give you COVID symptoms, but again, COVID symptoms right now is the symptoms for COVID is like symptoms, almost damn near everyday symptoms. Am I right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can do the same symptoms for a sinus infection, same symptoms yeah, for the exactly. common COVID. So just because you're getting what you want to call COVID symptoms, that doesn't mean you have some type of foreign strain of COVID in you. After you yes. get the vaccine, what I'm trying to say, after you get the vaccine, after you vaccinated, just because you experience what everybody's calling quote unquote COVID symptoms, which they're not realizing that there's symptoms for the common cold, symptoms for upper respiratory infection, the sinus infection, and everything, and you're going to get the symptoms. So you're just getting symptoms. That's overall. Um, my phone's going off. Overall, common cold okay. symptoms and sinus infections. That doesn't mean you have some type of strain over you just because you got vaccinated. Am I right or wrong, honey? That's correct. Yes. Had COVID, don't need your shooting COVID symptoms in here. Um, so, but you had COVID. I, I give you that, Jay. Go ahead and clean on it. You had COVID, so let's give him the pass. But what I'm trying to correct you on is that no, when you get vaccinated, people are saying you're getting vaccinated and they shooting the COVID in you. Just because yeah. you're coming up with symptoms, that's not true. You're, you're, you're gonna just like you get the flu. They say you reaction to the actual vaccine, right? Right, mm -hmm. right. The vaccine they shooting COVID in you when you get the vaccine. That's not just because you're getting the quote unquote COVID symptoms. But my point is, is that the COVID symptoms are like the regular common cold symptoms, a sinus infection symptoms. So it's not that they shoot a strain of COVID in you. 
Okay. So um, that's, like, that's for example, just the, for example, like flu. When you get the flu right. shot, you also same symptoms. You're gonna feel weak. You're gonna feel like you're kind of like dizzy. You know, you're gonna be tired. So it's the same thing. Right. All vaccines right. make you have symptoms, but it doesn't mean right. you're actually getting that particular COVID or you know a flu inside right. of you. So yeah, it's just a flu shot. Right, and, and you know, and what I don't like about that, they shooting a COVID in you, it goes back to that crazy behind theory that, you know, the COVID was just put in everybody and that's how it started. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like people don't understand how ignorant it sounds and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, they shooting a COVID in you. Um, Monet says, see, that's why I'm scared to get it because I had COVID-19. I just don't want them symptoms again. Honey, Monet, what, but you don't understand. You can get them symptoms without getting that cold, the, the vaccine. You can get them symptoms without having COVID. You know what I'm saying? These symptoms are like, oh, well, now what's going to enhance them symptoms to harm you is, number one, if you don't get vaccinated, okay? And number two, if you have an underlying condition. And that's what the whole gist of it is. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, um, some people, you know, some people may say, well, I got both of the shots and I didn't feel anything. You know, I felt fine. But like I said, majority of the people that we vaccinate, when they come back for the after the second shot, if they have to come back and bring somebody else. They always say that's the main thing. Oh, my, I had a fever. My arm was right. sore. I had chills. I just felt like I couldn't move for like maybe like two days at the most. Right. But yeah, those, you know, that is true. You know, they do have symptoms. Now, yeah, Jay said the symptoms are terrible. Any common, any cold symptoms or flu symptoms are terrible. Man, you don't understand how much your smell affects your eating until you Mail. eat stuff. You can't mm-hmm. do stuff. That's true, but check it. I've had plenty of colds way before the pandemic COVID area when I lost my taste, taste buds got affected, and I lost my smell. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say about everything with these symptoms, these symptoms and stuff you go through is not new. The only thing that makes it new is that if you if you have an underlying condition and you don't get, you know, I guess get help, you know, get immediate medical assistance or uh, medical care, I should say, or if you, you you don't get vaccinated. You understand what I'm saying? So this is what we all go back for, they're going back and forth, getting vaccinated. I'm thinking about it, though. Monet, go ahead and get it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many theories. And you know what, Kalisa, what I want to tell you that I put this up on my post the other day. So I was uh-huh. speaking to, I had like, it was like, a, just like an idiot who I was talking to. I don't even know why I entertained this person. Okay. She said that she worked for the CDD, right? And mm-hmm. she's not getting vaccinated because she knows what they do um, or firsthand witness that, you know, it's just um, they're, they're, with the vaccines, tra- the government wants to track us. So I said before, why the hell they want to talk to us? Like, who the hell are we? What yeah, do we got? I don't think so. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And so she goes on and say, well, yeah, they want to track us. And what they want to track us. And I haven't seen it. I witnessed it. And I'm like, okay, so what is in this vaccine that you're witnessing? She goes, oh, well, it's a micro trip. So we all know. And I want you um, to um, confirm this. The vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. The color of it. Is it like clear? Isn't it? It's a clear like, color. Yeah. It's, it's clear. clear. I'm yeah. like, what is it that you see that they're putting this vaccine? She tells me a whole full microchip. So for what I know with a microchip, that's kind of tangible and it, hey, you can see it. If you were to put a, yeah. am I right or wrong? If you were to put yeah. a microchip where you can see it. So I'm like, well, wait a minute now. Yeah, and she says, yeah, they put a chip in it, yeah. Right, they put a microchip in it and she says, it's small enough to where it gets, well, you don't see it in a vaccine. But when they inject the vaccine into you, the microchip forms serial numbers. So I'm like, oh, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear anything yeah. about that. Yeah. She yeah. says she knows yeah. it's true yeah. because her coworker went, and I don't know what the hell made her did this, what kind of scanner she used, went and got a scanner, scanned the arm she was vaccinated with, and the serial numbers popped up. But I've then I'm realizing, as she's heard telling heard me this, because she kind of almost, I'm, gonna say, I'm not going to lie, she kind of almost had me. Because she's telling me she worked for the CDD. She's telling experience with her. Yeah. But then she went on to end it and said, well, my prophet said, as long as I give him the donation, I'll be straight and free and safe from any variant of this COVID. Okay? And then she tried to, like I said, solicit me to make a donation to her prophet. So when you have people out here like that who's going around preaching this stuff, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, stop. I have never, everybody, I have never heard anything about any serial numbers or nothing like that. I want to like, believe that. that. You know, yeah, I have never heard anything about that. So I told her, I was like, listen, 
I was like, look, I, I got my vaccine in my left arm here. And I said, I'm going to go scan my arm. And if some numbers pop up, I'm playing a lot of them. Monet said, let us scan her. Monet said, let us scan her. Right. You're getting scanned. So now you're getting scanned. All right. So what I want to know from you, what are some of the most ridiculous theories you done heard or anything you done heard about this whole um, vaccinated situation? Please inform us. Please. I I need to know if there's more out there. (laughs) So we can give them a snap sign. Oh, the stories that they have. A lot of people just say, you know, they need to do, they need more research on it. You know, they don't know if they want to take it. You know, they don't know what it's going to do. Um, a lot of people are scared, too, because they're saying, like, a lot of the younger females, it's going to mess with their fertility. So a lot of people are scared to get it as well because they're thinking that it may cause them to be infertile. So that's a big thing that's mm-hmm. going on, too. Um, so I guess people do their research and, you know, talk to your OBGYN for things like that just to, you know, to verify. But I don't think it has anything to do with you being infertile. But that is a lot of things that a lot of times people say, oh, well, I'm scared because I heard you can be, you know, it can make you not have babies and things like that. Like, matter of fact, one of my coworkers today, we were doing COVID testing and she was saying she didn't want to get it because she was, she heard, you know, she was just scared because she may not be able to have babies. So that's a big thing that, you know, individuals are scared to get. Um... But I want to know where all these things coming from. Like, is there like some that is seen in, you know, somewhere that's sitting on some throne saying, yes, this can happen. That where everybody who everybody's speaking to, like, where is this stuff coming from? What are they doing out there for them to like just just come up with these things? Movies and paranormal. The Johnson and Johnson, you know, there was that that is true about the clots. The Johnson and Johnson. about the clots and the other, um, the Moderna um, as well can cause like a little swelling on the heart. So those are true facts as well for the, the like side effects. Not everyone will get it, but they do tell you when you, if you read up on it, it does have that on, on one of the side effects, you know, a little heart inflammation. Right. Um, for some of the COVID vaccine shots. Now that heart that, inflammation, that's something, cause now, you know, I, I done got the Moderna. So that mm-hmm. heart inflammation, is that something that, 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 can go away or go down yeah, it can or be treated, yes. Okay. It can be there, but they just warn you before you get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they just warn you on that. Don't, don't wish that on me. Do not wish that on me, Monet. Please yes. don't. Like I said, they said it's not a, it's like a warning so many people, but you know, they mm-hmm. have to still warn people before they, you know, before they get it. So yeah. Right. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, but okay, things like that I can understand. Number one, because it's proven. You understand? Number two, it's an actual um, it's something that's a medical that's that's a medical condition that's forming all this other bs with serial numbers popping up on your arm and everything come on what the hell is that like i mean that like how can that even like i I, I can't even fathom like a serial number popping up and i asked i said well where did serial number go she said it it just ended up imprinted in her arm wow yeah (laughs) a little hard Little. That's what I'm saying, Jay. That's why you have to read before you get, you know, read up on it. Like I right. said, I, I'm not against people who get it and who don't get it. You know, that, that, that's right. your decision. You know, you have to do your own research, you know, whatever. I love everybody. If you're going to get it or you don't want to get it. So, you know, do your research, you know, talk to your doctors and everything, you know, and just go from there. I was a strong. About, you know, whether you want to get it or not. So. Now, I have some, some, somebody's on the block. Luana's on the block, right? Um, that's the social media, my social media app, and they uh-huh. live stream on a block. So um, she says, oh, that's true, right? Like, uh-huh. they already track us on our cell phones. What the hell do they want to track us for to a goddamn vaccine? You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, um, it, it's, it's. I have never heard about any tracking with a serial number. So, right, right, right. I was a big conspiracy theorist in Team No. Into a long discussion with Lady Tasha and then a discussion with Grandma and Team No quickly went to Team Yes, I'll be that first thing tomorrow morning <laughs> to, get, to get this out the way. So yes, people, DJ Steady Rock has started. I took the first dose of Moderna and now y'all putting all these red flags up in the midst of all this conversation. So before the 29th come, I'm going to do some more praying, some more meditation and then go back and take the second dose. Right yeah. now, I, yeah, I have both. Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. Now, the first shot, it was um, my arm was sore. That's the only thing I experienced. Now, the second shot, I think it did, um, and I think maybe because I did get some symptoms and everything, it took me through like a little um, depression thing. You understand? I started okay. thinking about my brother that wasn't here no more and everything and whatnot. Yeah. So, 
stuff like that is true but all again all that stuff is medical we're not talking about something like serial numbers popping up or anything which is just yeah. crazy and i just wish people will leave it alone so monet says um all the crunks well, can you bring that down some studies Okay. We thinking about all the crunks behind oh, all the that nobody want to be trapped, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is what it is. So now, now you said something interesting. You okay? You're vaccinated. So I am not vaccinated. Okay. So I want to hear. Uh, do you mind sharing this with you? Why you're not vaccinated? <laughs> I'm still doing my research. I really, to be honest, I really don't like the flu shot. I worked in the ER, so my immunity level was really high. So okay. I don't even like the flu. They had to make us get the flu shots because we work in a hospital environment. So right. yes, I'm not vaccinated. Um, so I'm still doing my research. I probably will be vaccinated over the next um, couple of weeks, but I'm still doing my research. Like I said, everything I'm telling you all, I think to myself as well. So I'm still doing my research. Um, I may get it and I may not. So now when you say you're doing your research, are you doing your research because you're um you're, you're, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're not doing your research on these damn theories that's out here, right? <laughs> no, I'm just doing my research when I was saying. When I was doing my, re I was like, you know, I had, it was like, oh, it was a heart inflammation, you know, when Moderna just got recalled. So all these things are making me, I have kids you already. You research on a different type of, what type is that to you? About the infertile thing. I just don't ever like to jump, jump in head first so when something first comes out and go ahead and right. get it just because everybody else is getting it. Yeah, that's how I was for myself, what's gonna be best for me and my children, you know, like me, I don't like feeling sick, so I already know the symptoms and everything. So I'm just like, I need to go to work. I don't wanna be feeling groggy and sick. Mm -hmm. So I just I just didn't get it at, at this point, so. Right, so, and you know, right. Um, I just said, Monet, um, I just, I just don't like to feel like, you know, that little sick feeling and everything. And like, I've been mm -hmm. okay. I've been, yeah, I've been doing okay as of now. And like I said, I just want to, you know, just see, you know, what's going on with everybody else, how everybody else is feeling when they're taking it. All of my family have been fine when they've taken it. So I think I'm kind of on the verge of going ahead. I made an appointment, actually, but I missed the appointment. So I was going to get it last week. So it's not that I don't want to get it. I just was researching all the different ones, like with the Johnson & Johnson, Monet, when it came out about the women um, getting the blood clots, that kind of scared me. I'm not going to lie. That scared me about that one. Then when I just heard the Moderna being recalled, I was like, okay, why did they get it recalled? You know, I'm still human. I'm a nurse, but I'm still human right. as well. And I have to make the best decision for me because I have two little kids. Of course. So I have to make the best right. decision for me and my children. So um, nothing, that's what's really stopping me from getting it. I wanted to research it more and see actually which one I, which one would be the best for me to actually get. That's what I'm stuck at. Which one to actually get. I know John, not Johnson. Right. Johnson, sure. but it's so that, let's just put it out here. Let's just put it out here because somebody in the comments we said that you here talking about the vaccine, but you didn't take it. Okay. All right. She's human, number one. Number two, she she deserves the she deserves a chance to do her research. Like she said, she did not say she's not getting a vaccine. She says she's doing her research, and that's based on the different types of vaccine is are to find out what's better for her. She said that she will eventually be getting a vaccine. Vaccinated. Am I right? Yes, and I didn't say I was a pro vaccine, not not for the vaccine. I said it's up to you. Do your own research. It's right. Like everybody has their own decision to make, and that's my decision that I'm making now. A lot of nurses and a lot of doctors don't have the vaccine. I'm not the only right, one. See, so well, I, I'm good for people. I'm good for people who say they're not going to get vaccinated. Fine, leave it at that. But don't come up with these theories. Number one, exactly. You know what I'm saying. Don't come up with looking at me crazy because I done got it, number two. Because mm -hmm. it's for each day up. If you don't want to get it, fine. But you know what? Stay away from me if you can't wear your mask as well. Exactly. Point blank. I love wearing my mask all the time. Right. Now, next thing I want to get on is mask thing. Now, for the last two days, actually yesterday, I was watching Tamron Hall. And I seen some more foolish people on it. Okay? Mother, I don't want to call people so because, you know, I'm, you know, let me take that back. Because... You know, mothers with their children, that's just a different scenario and situation, okay? Mm -hmm. This one lady was on there, and she was saying that how 
She's don't want her children to wear masks. She's mad because they're enforcing them to wear masks and everything because it makes her child depressed and it causes health issues. I seen okay. Like mm-hmm. You heard something like that too. Now, what is your opinion? Yeah, you know, we're going, you know, there we have my county has the mandatory um mm-hmm. mask mandate. Unless you have a medical reason, your child has to wear masks. So they're going back and forth with the governor now on that down here. But I personally think that all the kids need to wear masks. I mean, if they don't have because it's been so many children in quarantine because the one child has it, they have all these different symptoms. It's like the yesterday somebody came through the line, the whole class. She had to shut down her whole class because everybody, all her kids had the symptoms. So everybody right. in her class was quarantined. Right. So, I mean, like I, but she probably would be one of the people that who would get excused in my county because mm-hmm. her child may have a medical condition. So, but right. I have my children, they're going to wear the mask. They're going right. to wear the mask. And see, Adrian made a great point. And that's what it, you, she really, really be depressed if her child's in the hospital. Now, she yeah. said that um, she don't want her child to, to be depressed and there's other health issues. Then she was asked, which she couldn't answer. Okay, so if you don't want them to get vaccinated, you don't want them to wear masks, what are you doing to help the situation? She goes and responds and say, well, I'm making sure my child don't get depressed by wearing masks. Okay, but what are you doing to help the situation so your child don't get COVID? Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like now... You have your mother. Can't get it. A lot of people think, oh, my child can't get it. Yes. Two-year-olds, five-year-olds, seven-year-olds. Right. All of them can get COVID. Kids right. can't get it. Exactly. So your mother, right? Your mm-hmm. children. Um, you make them wear masks? Yes. Uh-huh. Both of my kids okay. to school. Like I said, it's mandatory in our county. To, all of our kids, all of our schools down here, it's mandatory. They have to wear masks. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow. God. I mean, this whole thing just like, if it wasn't mandatory, my kids would still wear it. They would still wear it. Thank you. Exactly. You'd rather be yep. safe than sorry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And these are your babies right here. You know what I mean? You know, yep. you're pushing out in the world where they're in school all day. There's people that you did you don't, you know, you know, every day you can encounter something evil. You don't know what mm-hmm. these people out here are gonna do. You got you're taking a chance just letting your child go out to school, you know, in the world with people who they might bump into and not know. And then now you gotta worry about them bumping into people who gonna expose them to you know something deadly. Come on. So why not protect your child and put a mask on them and everything? You know, the not getting your children vaccinated and everything, I understand. You're a mother, you do more research for your children, um, for something that can affect your children more than you do for yourself. So you always want your child first. And everything, so I can understand why you might want to be hesitant on that and leery of that. But not wearing a mask, you know, something that's just basic and simple, and that is proven. That is proven to help. Okay. Now, Adrian says, um, it's a long paragraph. When she said, uh, I can't see. Adrian, I mean, these new variants have much higher viral loads than COVID nineteen, Delta, Lamba, and anyone who is not wearing a mask is a fool. Yep. I said it just stupid. Adrian, I 100% agree with you. I mean, you got up uh, now. Are you down in Florida, honey? Kalisha? I'm in Florida. Yes, I'm in Tampa. So let me ask you something. I hope you don't want me asking. What do you think about your governor now with this whole situation? <laughs> I mean, can somebody throw like a shoe? I, said, I, I, <laughs> I want my kids to wear a mask. I think right. them saying that, you know, that, 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 that I know the parents can have their own, you know, but I think it should be a common decision on what's going to be best for the children. And that for me right. is having everybody wear a mask. So, right. Right. Yeah. I don't so, think that they, should, they should choose whether or not. Because you, right, you actually got people out there who's supposed to be getting penalized and, and who's yeah, against the money. It's our county. They're trying to take away their salaries. But they're trying to take away salaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our so if they see you wearing your mask, they're taking away salaries and stuff now. That's what they're, they're trying, trying to, to do. Take, like the school board members, they're trying to take away some of their salaries because they're saying that they're that they supposedly the ruling wasn't in written or something like that. But I think that I think the judge just put it into. I think he just signed it and put it into like a written order now. But last week they were saying that it wasn't like a written order, so they were saying that they were still defying the governor because it wasn't a written. Or even, even though the judge sided with the school board and everything it wasn't particularly written or written down so i'm not sure what happened i didn't watch anything today because i was working so i'm not sure what happened as of today but so 
we have they saying that they define the governor because they want to be safe and they don't want to get cold. Mm -hmm. They define the governor for wearing a mask. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's take this back. Okay, I don't know if you all remember back in the early like nineties, there was like this whole culture and style going around with them wearing these masks. You understand what I'm saying? Because it was part of the style and culture. Do you remember what I'm talking about? They was wearing them face masks, them like gas masks. I don't know if you remember that. Oh like yeah, the, with, with the little, with the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. They would do everybody's rappers. Everybody was wearing. Them. Okay, so that was a part of the culture and the style back then. So now we're here in COVID. You know what I'm saying? They got stylish masks. They got all types of masks. Matter of fact, shout out to my girl Monet in the chat here. She, you want, you want a nice stylish mask? She's gonna hook you up because she got it and everything. She makes them customized and everything for you. So what if people just want to wear these masks, you know, because, you know, because it's in style, you know, because it's stylish, you know what I'm saying? It goes with what they wear. You know, now they're getting penalized because they want to wear a mask. I mean, who are they to penalize somebody because of something they want to wear? Yeah. They're saying that his big, his big thing from what I was reading upon and listening to in the news is that it should be the parent's decision to do what they want to do with their child. But it should also be the parent's decision to think about everybody else's child as well. That's how I feel. Exactly. About it. So. And what coming to what my governor here, okay, now everybody know I'm a big Andrew Cuomo fan and I love him, okay, but he said that he's going to leave it up to the school districts here, that's when he was in office, because we all know that he's gone now, he was in office, he said he was going to leave it up to the districts to decide whether they should mandate the mask, okay, now when they, when he had to get, he resigned, okay, because of all the uh, issues and controversy he was going through with the har sexual harassment cases. Okay, we have um, our governor, she's a woman now, and I forgot, I can't pronounce her name, but I got to learn it. She's a female now. Now, just to tell you how females think, and I don't know all about her yet, but I like what she's saying. She, from what I heard, is mandating a mask. Mm -hmm. You understand what, what I'm saying? Are you in? So, I'm in New York. Oh, you New York? Okay, okay, New York. Okay. I'm in New York. So okay. my, when I'm talking, the way I'm going with here, there's really a big difference in the way, and I'm sorry, guys, the way men take taking this and thing, and the way women taking this and thing. Because Andrew Cuomo, he's a man. He said he's leaving up to the school districts. He didn't mandate it. Okay. Now your governor down there, he's a male. He want to penalize people. You know, would it now? It takes a woman to come in office, and I guess because he, us women, you know, we the ones who bear the kids. We, you know, it's that maternal thing. We nourish them and everything. To say no, we got to mandate these kids wearing masks in school. You know, I, it's like, like that's just crazy. Like, why is it? Why can't people just say, okay, this is common sense? Um, I'm and so glad they blocked. Um, I mean, they adopted for a reason. Uh, yeah, Adrian said, I'm so glad they blocked um, the sentence. I, I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right. And foolishness. Um, let me see, Monet. Yes, a mother. Um, your child first, uh huh. Yeah, but come on, stupid, wear your mask. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Wear your mask and stuff. Mm -hmm. So now, oh God, we got that's a mouthful, and I'm quite sure we'll be from that later on. So let's talk about this. Um, oh wait, Adrian got some. Where's Steady at? I can't be. He got the logo in front of. Can you see what Adrian said? That's a big paragraph in the logo. Irresponsible women, but if you remember in the beginning, a lot of men were dying. I remember me and you were talking about that, Tash. So that's true what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Tash, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's true. A, a lot of men were dying. Yes, a lot of men was dying when this pandemic started. And that's the reason why. Is Let me tell you something. I threw a whole, I, I threw a whole relationship out the window because of this pandemic. You know, because <laughs> I'm serious. When it comes to my life, you know what I'm saying, or being with you, and you can't keep your behind in the house and you go on the street and we're in the middle of a pandemic, adios, homie, because I, I can't do it. You know, these men just like Florida. It, a lot of these men just didn't take it seriously. And yes, I know so many more men, uh, much men that passed away from COVID than women. You know, women taking it seriously. And the reason why is because, again, they, before themselves, they're thinking about their children. You understand what I'm saying? They think about what they got to do to themselves to make sure they're keeping themselves protected so they don't get their children infected. They can't give a hole in the family. You understand what I'm saying? Whereas men, they just go out in the world thinking, oh, well, you know, this ain't going to happen to me. All I got to do is wear my mask and stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. So let's talk about your line, what you do as far as the um, essential workers, accessories, and wares and stuff. Because, yeah, she does that. 
Yes, I have a scrub line. So I sell the scrub, the medical scrub uniforms. I have the compression socks, um, stethoscopes, scissors, the under scrub. You know, like the little ones when you get um when you get cold. Mm -hmm. I have those. Um, I want to get into shoes. I don't have shoes actually on the site as of yet. I have watches. Um, mm -hmm. what else do I have? And that's about it. Yeah, the scrub uniforms, stethoscopes, the undershirts, watches, oh, uh, vanities. Yeah, so very heavily tied to vanity. So mm -hmm. I think that's that's kind of where those things tie in. Yeah. Well, nowadays, um, see, nowadays they're letting the artists build their own image because now, yeah. in order for you to get looked at of a record label, you have to have all that done. Back in the days, okay, yeah. um, you know, and this is when you guys as babies or even not even born, the right. record label will come into you, will record label bring you in and build your image for you. Yes. Okay. You know they will take, and I, you know, I, I'm a very big TLC fan. Okay, mm -hmm. TLC had some spunk with them, but to me, the talent lacked. But they took them, okay, and they made a group out of TLC. You know, mm -hmm. they knew what they wanted TLC to be, they knew what they want their image to be. You know, now they don't do image control anymore. They let you know, they, they let the artists do that themselves, you know, and then they let the artists build their own audience, and then that's how they decide if they're going to even be involved with this audience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This artist mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. See. Um, now you're building your own image. You understand what I'm saying? Because everything now okay. is about streaming. You know what I mean? You know, no record labels it's are really so, involved. It's so funny because yeah. like people, I mean, I've even experienced it myself. Like people won't give you a second look if you don't have all the numbers they need, but the numbers they look for like streaming and Instagram, mm -hmm. they don't make you any damn money. So I don't even yeah. understand why people won't even invest in you when you're like, kind of they're they're basing their investments off of really low and kind of insignificant numbers it's but it's all an illusion it's it's yeah. something that we're all falling into this illusion whereas i believe back in the golden days of the music industry there's these were people careers artists icons that people were investing their time money and energy in to build up like a real business it was Not more like authentic a, you know? it was more authentic yeah. it was more authentic it was more real Absolutely. you know Absolutely. now it's like it's about streaming followers and stuff. Half of the followers might be fake. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, what do you mean? You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, it is and stuff. But, but you know, um, so keep up with that in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I, I don't try to like put, I don't try to buy followers or do anything fake. Like I try to do everything. Right. And it's really nice to have those services for when I actually go to a show. People want to connect with me and then I can continue mm -hmm. to have them, you know, follow my journey. That's what I use it for. I don't put myself out there in a ridiculous way. I don't make any weird dances. Like it's just people can do it and they go and have millions of fans or whatever. That's fine. But it's just not my style. I don't know. So tell me, um, tell us about the transition going in from, cause you was in a couple of rock bands, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now you're a solo artist, correct? Yes. What is that like? I mean, what can that, what is that feeling like? Cause when you're in a rock band, you know, I mean, every rock band I done looked at, they done have like at least 10, at least 10 people up on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Or 10 yeah. people just working on it. 10 people they with. And now right. it's you and everything. So just what was that transition like? Interesting. Not bad, not good. I mean, I also, I grew up with the guys that I was in my last band with. One of them was my brother. One of them was a dear friend that actually helps me produce my music now. Um, so, you know, hey, I'm sorry, can you just tell us the name of that rock man? Tell the audience the reviews, the name of the uh, band. They're called the Rose Monarch. The Rose Monarch. Okay. Yeah, Rose we, got Monarch. A, we got a bunch of great songs on Spotify that we all wrote. And, um, it's in my, if you look at my written by playlist, um, on my personal page, you can mm -hmm. see it. Yeah. And you know, we, we still write and we still hang out every once in a while. Um, but this is, this was not the main focus for everybody. So like be, but being in a band with five or well, including myself, five people was a lot of fun. Cause you know, every time you went to go work, you also got to hang out. Hang out. Um, right. That was a positive. And like, I have inside jokes with these guys. I mean, I still text them every day, you know, like it's, I have inside jokes with these guys that go like, if you read the group chat, it doesn't even look like it's English. It's just literally, you would not be able to, <laughs> it's all inside jokes that just don't make any sense. Like everybody has friends like that for the most part, like these mm -hmm. silly things, inside jokes. So that was great. I loved that part of it. Um, the difficult part of being in a group with five leaders, really, because I, I truly believe everybody in that band was the best at what they did. You know, best guitarist, best bassist, best drummer. That's whatever, you know what I mean? Like everybody was the best at what they did. 
So the problem with that is you want to make sure everybody's in the spotlight. But it's hard to have five spotlights going because it's going to be awfully bright. You know what I mean? So it's it's really difficult to have that balance and make sure nobody's feelings get hurt or, you know, people are speaking up and, you know, people with more of a voice. Like, I always speak up. Right. But, like, you know, I always speak up. Well, we were all New Yorkers in that band. So, <laughs> you know, lots of talking all the time. Um, but, you know, there's there's a good – there's pros and cons of being in a band. Also, just being in a live plugged-in rock band is awesome. You know, like, right, right. like it. I recommend anyone, even if you could just get up there and like do this on stage, like I would recommend it. It's so fun. Um, being a solo artist, um, I actually work with more people now than I did when I was in the five person band because I have, I have a manager now and I work with a publishing company. I work with uh, a small record label. Um, I work with producers. I work with uh, distributors, like people on an everyday basis that I have FaceTime with for the most part. Um, so where there's a lot of productivity happening, a lot of communication happening on the business side, it's less, it's less warm and cozy because it's very business oriented. And, it, but I love that too. I love the business very much. So, right. so it's not warm and cozy is going and hanging out and getting your favorite lunch with your friends and like jam for a couple hours, which is the best, yeah. but you know, like I lived that up and honestly, those experiences made me want to pursue this as a full-time profession for sure. The first tour I came back from with those guys, I was like, oh, this is, I always want to do this. You right. know? Next. Kind of yeah. Right. Now, being in a group, right? Because, of course, you're in a group. You have everybody working on something, you know, <laughs> and then you all just bring it all together and it just forms and results into this big, huge, um, um, this big, huge thing that's just beautiful, finished product project. You hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hope so, right. <laughs> now, um, what was it like when that finished project and result, whatever it was going to be, was all on you? Like you had to bring everything together as a single artist. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, absolutely. For everything. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it makes the process uh, move more quickly when it's all on you. And sometimes it, you know, yeah. it goes a little slower. You know, sometimes when the band comes to you and they have a finished, completed project, then all you have to do, the music rather, and all you have to do is write some lyrics and a hook over it. That's that's way easier than saying, okay, I just wrote an amazing song. Then I want to get produced. Okay, how am I going to produce it? Who's going to produce it? When I get it produced, am I going to like the mix? Am I going to like the way it's mastered? Am I going to like the volume of my voice? Like there's these little things you have to keep in consideration. But the cool thing about it is the focus, like I kind of mentioned earlier, it's just on me for the solo stuff. So it's not, a lot of decisions don't have to be made in regards to, is everybody feeling okay? It's literally like, if I like it, it's good. And my manager, of course, like, and the people who support me, they obviously have to, they get to say what they think. But luckily, a lot of, all the people that I've signed on with and support me are big fans of me and what I authentically do. So I'm very, very happy about that and very grateful that that's my experience with people who are involved in my project. Um, mm -hmm. So that makes it a little easier. When I like it, they usually like it too. So what was the, what, I mean, so like, what was, were you nervous though? At your first, that like your first project by yourself? The, yes. Like, yeah, yes. I know you were like, so. Oh my God. Yeah, I was literally, I don't even really know how to explain it, but I, I literally, <laughs> like when I decided I was going to go like full throttle with it and I actually had someone take me on. Uh, in a publishing company to write songs I was like oh my god I was like are they really they're serious like they're really gonna do this <laughs> like they're gonna me like what whatever and like and before I got the first song out the first song that I just put out I was just like this is gonna tank I was like this is people are gonna be like no you suck without the band you suck in general what you think sucks right. like I'm just thinking all these horrible things like obviously like I came to the conclusion like you know, I'm grateful that I'm able to do this and actually put out a song. And just having written a song, having produced a song and putting it out under my name, to me, like, that's where I was at. I was like, that's where my gratitude lies. Cool. Done. So, you know, anything after that was a bonus in reality. So I, I wasn't, I eventually was less worried about it. But in mm -hmm. the beginning, I was like, oh, this is, this is the worst idea I've ever had. Like I was sorry because you didn't know what it was going to turn out to be like, right? And like, you know, when you're like, I don't know how else to explain it, but you know, God knows it's kind of like when you move out of your home for the first mm -hmm. time and you're like, oh, like the microwave doesn't magically just clean itself. My mom was doing that for like, that, yeah, 
right? Like, <laughs> like, it doesn't taste as good as it used to. And I was <laughs> like, you know, these or like, wow, laundry is difficult to do when you're like on like dragging it through the streets and you're like 80 pounds and like you, whatever, like you're, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like these like truths that you kind of discover accidentally. I was afraid the same thing was going to happen with the music <clears throat> with me where I was doing it so much with other people that I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'm going to have, uh, maybe I missed something and I'm not going to realize it. Right. 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 So, that was so you didn't, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no it's okay. No, all good. No. Uh, so, so you were worried that your identity was going to be wrapped up in just do in just being in the, in these bands and you weren't going to find your right. own voice. Right. Or just, or just maybe like people wouldn't like what I had to say because it was always sort of in the guise of something else. And it was like, oh yeah, mm. she's like that cool little part of that thing. You know, maybe that was ah. the only thing I was supposed to do. So, but I mean, at the end of the day too, it's like you decide those things. And that yeah. happens a lot with certain celebrities, especially actors. You know, mm -hmm. they get caught up in that one role. You understand what people can't see them out of, you know what I mean? Right, right. And so, yeah, and a lot of um, lead singers too in groups, you know, they get caught up in that, you know, that certain way of singing. Like for instance, um, uh, I don't know how familiar, you know, you guys are, well, yeah, probably no new edition and everything. Yeah. I could not like Ralph Tresman, the lead singer, you know, everybody mm -hmm. used to hear him see that soft pop, like, you know, music. And, you know, it took him a long time to come out with his own solo album that like really everybody can like, like, okay, this is his identity. He got his own identity. Right. So, I get what you're so used to him being in the group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. So now let's take it back to when you was a little girl again. <laughs> okay. now, we all did this. Mm -hmm. still, even people who's not um, singers or whatever. I know I did it. Mm -hmm. Standing in the mirror singing with the brush of the comb or whatever. Now, did you ever find yourself standing in the mirror singing your mom's songs? Oh yeah, <laughs> my mom songs. Yeah, I remember too. I was actually just explaining this to my partner because we were listening to Guns and Roses on the way mm -hmm. here. Nice, um, yeah, ridiculous. I for some reason, yeah, I was into Guns and Roses as a young child. I used to Guns and Roses was that was it was the truth. Yeah, the truth. I, as an eight year old girl, nine year old girl, was lip syncing in my room to like Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have known what that looked like as I was as I was listening to the song yesterday I was like oh my god like I used to just do this like this is like some weird like it needs to be made into a movie or something it's just so funny to think like a little girl was singing this and just mouthing every word whatever but yeah definitely used to sing my mom's I also used to lip sync to Britney Spears a lot NSYNC um, Bon Jovi all the now that's what I call musics Right, right. So just let everybody know who your mom is because they hear us saying your mom, your mom. I know everybody's like, well, who is my mom? But just introduce your mom to everybody. Well, my mom. <laughs> well, if you don't mind. <laughs> no, she's probably listening. Well, oh, I'm... my mom. Is she in the back listening? Let me see. Mom, are you outside the door still? Oh, that's embarrassing. She's probably ignoring me because she doesn't want to come on. Anyway, so <laughs> she's very shy. She'll never take credit for how talented she is. Um, so my mom's name is Christine, um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's, she's not anymore, but she's, you know, she taught me how to sing. She taught me how to write music. Um, and she's been my number one supporter since even still, like she's taken, if, sometimes like just like take press photos for me if I don't have an extra hand around, like take it out, mark pictures for me, like stuff like that. But she's always, you know, the first one to hear demos and. First one to see pictures, first one mm -hmm. to see everything. So other than my partner mm -hmm. and my partners and things, but she's right on the team still. Right. And you know, did you find did you find your mom sometimes being like um real like, well, that's my baby and this is good and this is good, this is gonna be good off the bat. Oh, Was it anything you did not do that that you did that she had anything bad to say? Or, or something that, you know, because every I, like all parents. This, this is my baby. Mm -hmm. This is it. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because she's so that. Like, that's her role is to yeah. be, like, the number one fan, like, hardcore. I'm trying to think, like, anything. The only – this is so random. It has nothing to do with music. The only thing I remember her really, like, being so disappointed in me. <laughs> this is so silly. I remember trying to leave the house with my hair, like, 
this when I was younger and it was all like frizzy or like messed up from being in braids or something. It was just mm. all over the place and I like didn't have a nice outfit on and we went to the dentist and we're in the dentist office. She's like, you don't look very good. Like, why did you, you <laughs> hair? like she was so like, she was like, this is like, you've never looked this bad. Like, I was little. but no, I mean, no, she's really like very supportive. She's always like diehard me. Like, so, and my brother, she's just diehard, but she's diehard for everyone she loves. Which is nice. great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, man, okay, I got a question, but real quick, I just noticed that my little brother's in here. Uh, big ups to Q. Hey, man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey. man. Um, so, okay, so while doing so while doing research, uh, you know, DJ Steady over here was gracious enough to to uh, send me the, 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 the song Do You, right, and the video. And so I'm watching. So I'm watching the video, and as I'm watching the video, I'm sending it to a few of my friends. They all love your voice, by the way. Oh, thank um, you. Very, absolutely love your. I absolutely yeah, love your voice. So I'm looking at the. I'm looking yeah. at the just the not just listening to the song, but also looking at, at the choreography in the video, right? Uh -huh. And like the first, like the first scene. I'm guessing that's you and your partner doing the doing the uh, the mirror thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Were you ever in? Uh, were you ever in any kind of uh, plays or theater or anything? Because I, because I just, I just noticed that you just really seemed to be into it. And not to say that yeah. you know that's not job. It just seemed like it was something that you were already, you know, you already used to doing. Where did that choreography come from? Yeah. So, um, well, the whole we used we loosely based on the movements off of Amer American Sign Language, which was my partner, who's also a musician. I knew it. I heard. Yes. I I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, so it's like loosely based off of that. And I was totally like, as a little girl, like a musical theater nerd, like hardcore, like wanted to be mm -hmm. on Broadway, real musicals. Like that was, so I love movement. And like I said, all those years of lip syncing in my bedroom as a little girl, I was just feeling like getting to know my body, like everything. Like, so yeah, I love movement. I love like Sia's music videos. If you've seen them, they're very physical and like always have really great dancers and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but more of in an expressive way, not so choreographed and um, technical. So I really liked that. Right. Um, yeah, we just like made that up like in the studio. I was like, I kind of just want to like make it like a mirror or like it's kind of like you can't, you, know, mm -hmm. you can love somebody and then they, you can see the great in them, but it's hard to see the good in you. Like there's all these like weird little, you know, opposites and things like intricacies like that. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, uh, they, they made us do a similar exercise when I was in high school. I yeah, I, I took like drama as an as an elective, and mm -hmm. I remember do I remember doing that exercise. So I was having flashbacks watching that uh, watching <laughs> that scene video. So sure. that's why that's why I had to it, ask. And as soon as you, you said, mm -hmm. yeah, as soon as you said American Sign Language, I'm like, I knew that would explain the <laughs> hand movement. Right? You know, I'm over I'm over here looking for looking well, for Easter eggs while I'm jamming to the song. It was a dope right, song. right, good. Hey, well, that, like that really caught his attention because Kyle is good with his hands. So you know, you gotta ask <laughs> him about that. That's why that caught his attention. So I'm I'm gonna put you in a little secret. You know, he's good with he likes to use in his hands. He's good with the hands. Oh, you know, you gotta ask the ladies about that. So we got to get into your music, but we're going to take a little commercial break first, and then we'll come back, and we're going to start touching some of your music, okay? Okay, sounds yeah. good. All righty. This amazing podcast is sponsored by Care Time Scrubs. Nurse-owned and operated, providing scrubs to essential workers and workers who feel more comfortable with scrubs. You can purchase yours. Yes, yours at www.caretimescrubs.com. That's www.caretimescrubs.com. Can't wait for your order. Mwah. Wow. It's a mess. 
I'm I'm on I'm at my mother's home right now. I'm in my home. They're not just like here. It's not weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's good being around family, and it's a blessing to still be around with your mom and stuff and everything. Yeah, I'm lucky for that. So yeah. So let's talk about your latest project that you worked on now. That you're working on, or or you finished working on, or anything that um you're currently working on. Oh, current. Okay, so. Right now, so I'm just promoting my single I just uh, came out with on July 20th. It's called Do You. The yeah. single's out everywhere, and um, the music video is out as well. So I'm mainly working on promoting that. Um, it's currently number 26 on the uh, adult contemporary billboard charts. Awesome. So I'm stoked on that. That's pretty cool. So just trying to organically get the music out and see you know, where our fan base is at, see what they like. Um, Hoping to get a single out at the top of the new year as well, another single. Um, I have an EP that's finished, waiting to drop that, um, as well as, I don't have the album done yet, but it's almost there. I have enough songs for a bunch of different albums. I'm just trying to be choosy. Um, so that's kind of what I'm working on. I have, mm-hmm. <laughs> working on a poem book, a book of poems. I'm working on a merch line, mm-hmm. being healthy. Um, being healthy, because that's, no. that's gonna keep you going in this. You got to be healthy. Yeah, that's going to keep good you going. Day, good, you know, healthy body, things like that. So, you know, I'm just trying to keep it all together. Um, stay grateful. Those are, it's just, I'm very, I'm very lucky that I get to do this. So I'm just trying to make the most of it and, you know, work on, work on those little different things that I get to do every day. So uh, are you working on this project alone or you have other people called writing with you or doing producing and production and stuff or, okay. So- yeah, so most of the songs I write first on piano and I write the vocals and then most times I'll bring it to either or both. Um, Kevin Iserman, who's an amazing producer and writer, he was also in the Rose Monarch um, and he produces a lot of great songs um, as well. And then my partner Kulik, who's mm-hmm. also an artist, you should definitely check him out. He's in the music video as well. He's the other one doing the sign language. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they will kind of, Kevin is kind of like a, really has a really fresh ear with production so he'll mm-hmm. kind of add some basically he knows what everybody else is doing i don't know how he does it but he's just got a really good ear for sound and then kulik will be like my sprinkles guy and you know any or anything that he could do to sort of trim down the song in terms of listenability make it more pop make it more radio friendly mm-hmm. trim some lyrics it's he's kind of like the extra ear for me to kind of you know add the finishing mm-hmm. touches and then they usually, uh, Jake usually mixes and masters and, and all that. So that's kind of like my creative team in a nutshell. I, I write with other people as well, a lot of great people, but they've written, or I'm sorry, they've produced basically uh, 90% of the songs that I'm about to put out. So the, their sound design and their mm-hmm. input is on all those. So and, and I like what I'm hearing here because, um, your young artists and getting caught up into the day where how they're making music it seems like you're keeping everything in your circle because i know yeah you, you said you have somebody who mix and masters now like that's in your circle so you don't have to do something and send it off to get mixed and mastered right exactly and you don't have to you know go hunting for your production or your beats or whatever your track lucky in that way because it's not right easy. it's not easy it's not. and i have the history of like being in bands and knowing like what's a ripoff or what's worth the time right, right. Like, honestly, getting things mixed by the right person is worth a certain amount of money. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. worth that investment because it really, like, makes the record pop and makes it right. correct. It's that, like, that, that sound, that clearness, that, that crispness. Yeah. yeah. But for me, like, I like not really knowing what I was going to do with the song or where it was going to go, you know, I just did it the way I wanted to see how that would work, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I've been told by way too many people, how, like, how to do shit. I'm over that. <laughs> right, 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 right. In with the people that support my vision, but also <laughs> challenge me and and make sure that I'm writing the best of my ability. And they lend their talent to me, you know, which is, you know, a blessing in itself if somebody's willing to work with me on something that's, you know, growing. Right. So the project that you're currently working on now is well, the, um, is it like a story behind it, or what was the inspiration of this? Of like me or like my records that I'm kind of coming up with or right. Um, let me think. I mean, do you have that one boyfriend who you like 
F you now. <laughs> you know, a lot of words to them or something. Uh, like somebody, you got you angry. Those are my, that's my last band. The Rose Monarch was totally like, you broke me and I hate you band. So here's rock. <laughs> like the theme of that for me, like a lot of lyrics, if you listen to any of them, they're all very much so in the vein of like, you know, you did this to me. I'm longing for something more. Um, <laughs> As I mean, do you? The song I just put out is probably like the nice, like the happiest song I ever wrote <laughs> or put out, really, that I like. Cause, and it has like a celebratory feel to it, which is I always write like anthemic stuff, but I don't mm -hmm. necessarily write stuff that's like you want to go like woo after. A lot of it's like crying and drinking music, but this new mm -hmm. stuff has a bit of a more uplifting feel. It feels more authentic to me. And um, it doesn't necessarily have like a story behind it, but I will say. A lot of my old music look, used to look back, and now music looks forward. Like it, it looks further forward, and I'm, I'm a bit more hopeful in what I'm writing about. Um, and I try to, if I do look back, I try to look at what I learned, not what I lost. You know, mm -hmm. so that's that's kind of I think the theme of what I'm doing now. And I'm just growing. I'm very willing. My name's April. I'm like you know, I'm born in the springtime. Like it's just it's all about growing. It's about new life. It's just keeping it moving forward. Like that's me. So I'm trying to keep that close to home with everything I do now.